being able to, to hear the stories and the stories of impact from people has just been, um, yeah, awesome. Just because of a funky work shirt, never never thought it would uh, would work, but it is. So we'll, we're going to keep the fire burning. G'day and welcome to episode 14 of the Humans of Agriculture podcast. I'm your host, Ollie Laleve, and this week we're taking a slightly different turn. It's still along the lines of people and stories, but it coincides with Men's Health Week. And from family scares to friends experiencing serious complications, it's just an area that we can't be too cautious about. One area that does hit closer to home, and to be honest, it feels a bit weird to talk about, but it absolutely shouldn't, is mental health. I vividly remember in year 12, in 2010, one of our teachers was talking to us about what would face us as we entered the world as adults. They mentioned that car accidents would have the biggest impact on our lives in those years post-school. Fast forward five years, and I lost seven people to suicide. They were all men, but they were from all ages. Today's guest is Ed Ross, and from stock camps in Northern Australia to construction sites in Brisbane, Ed has lived a very interesting life. It led him in 2018 to found a business with his good mate Dan Allen called Trademutt. The story is one of a pretty cool journey that has a long way to go. And it started from a few funky work shirts that are designed to shift the conversation around mental health from construction sites to mining to farming. I'll tell you what, these shirts are like nothing you've ever seen before and you can check them out on our Instagram. The mental health landscape has been segregated to one that's been clouded in negativity when in fact, as Ed says, we all have mental health it ranges in a spectrum from happiness, love and joy through to mental illnesses such as depression and anxiety. The boys have started a charity, This Is A Conversation Starter, tax.org. It's a text-back service where you can get access to a psychologist. It's available to anyone and everyone and whether it's financial troubles, personal struggles or you're just needing to have a chat, absolutely reach out to them. As this episode does talk about mental health, if you need any help, you can reach out to tx.org or you can also reach out to Lifeline on 13 11 14. As a bit of a word of warning, there are a few swear words, but it's a tough topic, a tough conversation, and one that we all need to keep having. Enjoy. Um, welcome to the podcast. And thanks, thanks for joining me today, Ed. No worries. I suppose just starting off, do you just want to give me a quick run through of who you are and, and what brought about Trademark? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, Ed Ross from, well, yeah, Longreach born and bred uh, up in central Queensland. Uh, yeah, finished school in 2010, went uh, to the Northern Territory for, for a couple of years, uh, did a stint up there, then went down to Marcus for a year, uh, went back to the Territory after that um, year at Marcus and then, yeah, had a mate. Uh, die in a helicopter accident and that sort of made me uh, yeah sort of reevaluate things and then came down to uh, the to Brizzy for the echo that year and uh, yeah had a fat time with all my mates from school and uh, catching up on everything they were up to and the lifestyle they were living and I thought oh yeah this is uh, it's a lot better than yeah rolling my swag out and um, yeah being out at stock camp for months on end so I yeah gave me two weeks notice and moved to Brizzy um, basically from there it was just a weird coincidence of um, yeah, things that happened. I 
was applying for ag sales jobs, but there was just nothing on. It was like August, September. There was just nothing on. Um, so I was just doing laboring basically and uh, just working for, for mates, um, bosses basically uh, for, for a fair while. And then one Sunday afternoon, I had a, uh, had a mate who had been speaking to someone about getting a, a carpentry apprenticeship. Uh, and I said, oh, yeah, it's not something I'm looking for, but um, they said, oh, well, I may as well go and labor for them. So that was it. So I just went and started laboring for them. And um, yeah, met Dan Allen, um, the co-founder on the same day, he started working um, for the same builder on the same day. And yeah, four years later, here we are. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's and crazy. So, so there was a few events along the way um, that kind of shaped. Yeah, a heap. So what is yeah, heap. So what is trademark. Yeah, so Trademarts, uh, it's a social enterprise uh, workwear company. Uh, it was founded by, yeah, Dan and I. Uh, it was after Dan lost a, a close mate to suicide in 2015, late 2015. So Dan and I had been working together for just about 12 months uh, on the tools. And, uh, yeah, it was just sort of a, uh, obviously it was a very sudden thing, but it was a, it was an eye-opening experience for, for both of us because it was the first time either of us had been affected by suicide, either directly or indirectly. Um, and it was just a, a moment of sort of reflection and understanding that we had no idea what mental health was and, and, and why, um, why so many young males, especially in Australia, were taking their lives. Uh, and it just sort of took us along this journey of trying to, you know, asking lots of questions, basically. And then in the meantime, uh, we'd always had ideas for just doing something different with work where we just always seemed like always thought that there was just an opening and a gap in the market for some different stuff. And that was just really bland. It was standard at block colour. They were made yeah, by you know, 30 different um, manufacturers and they all looked exactly the same. And uh, yeah, we found out what social enterprise was and, and being able to create profit for purpose and, and have a social conscious around a business model. And it just aligned with our values and, and what we wanted to do and um, realize that we could actually make a real difference in the world um, through doing what we wanted to do anyway. So we tied the two together and yeah, Trademark was born on the 15th of March, 2018. Yeah, right. Oh, so just had your two year birthday. Yeah, just turned turned two the other day. So uh, yeah, middle of middle of the COVID crisis. So no big party this time around. No, unfortunately not this year. But we'll uh, make up for it next year. <laughs> and I suppose so. Oh, the name trademark. What where did that come from? Well, well, we already had the logo, which was the ironic part. My uh, godfather had a a um, building business in uh, Toowoomba, and he had uh, a red catalog who got attacked by a cat one night, and her ear went limp. And uh, he just sketched it out and had it. He was using that as his logo for, for Red Dog Design in Toowoomba. And um, yeah, he's not using that stuff anymore. So I rang him up and said, Oh, can we use Cody's logo? We're starting a business. And he said, Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Um, so we already had the dog ears. So then we just had to get something that matched with it and what a URL was left. And yeah, Trade Mutt was the only one left. So we, um, yeah, just ran with it. That was it. That's unreal. <laughs> yeah. So it's been a, a bit of a learning curve. Are you guys still on the tools or are you in the Mate, No, we've, uh, we were off the tools. Um, I think it was about a month after our launch date. Um, we were off the tools in about a month. Uh, I was the first to go. Dan was sort of running the, the business for the builder we were working for at that stage. So he was on for probably, yeah, he probably came about two and a half months later. Uh, but yeah, it's, um, it was, yeah, it's sort of, 
got out of control. Now there's seven seven of us working for for Trade Mutt, and then there's um yeah two two people working for our non for profit charity as well. Okay, so what's the? I suppose more for my reference, you've got the a charity, but then you've also got the. Hey, it's Nick here, sheep farmer and Rabobank Regional Client Council member. I'm passionate about supporting our local community so we can improve community wellbeing and build strong local economies. My job as a client council member is to help secure funding for regional grassroots initiatives, those that support education in ag, rural health, sustainability, and help bridge the country-city divide. We've helped organisations like Boys to the Bush, funded school field days like Ag Vision, and held succession planning workshops, just to name a few. If you have an idea to make a difference to regional Australia, go to our website at www.rabobank.com.au and nominate via our community fund. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah, so Social Enterprise is Trademark, and then This is a Conversation Starter Foundation is our uh, non-for-profit charity arm. So uh, it's a text-back service direct to to clinical psychologists uh, for free. So we're just uh, just rolling that out at the moment. So we've uh, been providing our first amount of help last week. Um, So that's been fantastic, uh, especially in the current environment. There's so many people in need. So, uh, yeah, we're just starting to build that out now. We're um, looking to put on a a lead psychologist, um, sort of, yeah, ASAP to, to help bolster the team um, and, and go from there. So we've got a provisional psych on at the moment, Nat, who's providing that service. And, uh, yeah, just looking for, for more people to come on board. Yeah, wow. Oh, it's pr- very timely at the moment. So Yeah, yeah, exactly, mate. So, uh, yeah, hopefully we can, um, yeah, make a real difference. That'd be great. That's cool. Well, just talking about the designs, I suppose, how would you, this is a, a podcast not quite as fancy as your one where you guys have have the video on so <laughs> um how would you describe the shirts to oh to well yeah well they're obviously designed to start conversations that's what they're made for so they are uh, yeah stand out like um dog's balls um they're nothing you've hopefully ever seen before um yeah we've got uh, two generations of shirts now the first one's uh sort of like a oxymoron of a, of a camo print sort of the exact opposite of what camouflage is supposed to be they're vibrant loud and, and sort of stand right out uh and then the the latest one we brought out was sort of like a geometric type um pattern which is yeah got squiggles and lines and dots and all sorts of abstract shapes in it just with heaps of different color as well sort of to, yeah to stand out and, and make uh make people chat have you got anyone who's the most memorable person you've seen in a shirt I uh, had a mate um, before COVID came through. He saw Roy Simons go through the Qantas Lounge at um, either Sydney or Brisbane there wearing one. Um, that was pretty cool. Um, we've had, who else? Yeah, Darren Lockyer's. We've had Darren Lockyer in one. Sam Burgess had Sam Burgess in one. Um, yeah, it's been, it's been, yeah, pretty crazy. Ross Noble, um, the comedian. So, yeah, it's been pretty cool. Have you got anyone who, like, you thinks the pinnacle? If you can get oh. anyone in one. Oh, if we get get Jim Carrey in a shirt, it'd be the it'd, it'd be it that we could yeah that'd be it yeah we could shut the doors and job's done <laughs> and sell themselves yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh that's good so I suppose jumping into the conversations that that you guys have around mental health but um, looking from the ag perspective and yep. when it comes to people talking about things that directly involve their their livelihood or how they feel and these conversations can be 
I suppose, quite uncomfortable at times. But yeah. what, are, what are some of the messages that you guys are, are putting and how are you providing support to people who are needing or wanting to have a conversation but probably don't know where to start? Yeah, yeah, 100%. So basically, the whole mental health landscape, it's been sort of... It's been taken down a journey where it's it's something that people just don't want to engage in. It's um, it's just a lack of understanding and a lack of education, which is the really sad part of it. I mean, um, I would hate to know how much money my parents have invested into my um, education over the years, like seven years of private school. Um, and then, yeah, I put myself through Marcus. Um, and there, at not one stage did I learn anything ever about... Um, you know, what mental health was, um, how to manage stress or what anxiety was, what depression was. Uh, it was it's just not something that's it's, uh, talked about. It's not something that uh, people are educated about. So uh, that's the first part. The, the biggest thing is that we've all got mental health. Uh, we've all got physical health, we've got nutritional health, and we've all got mental health. That's the first thing to break through. And, I mean, you talk to, uh, yeah, lots of blokes um, about that um, and that's just sort of a light bulb moment they don't realize that because mental health is a spectrum it's obviously you know um, happiness love and joy it's also you know right down to the to the nastiest stuff which is you know like your mental illnesses you know um, but we've all got it um, so it's it's sort of being able to actively work on it so it's you know if you want to be fit and healthy, um, you know, you've got to get up and eat right food and, and go for a jog or get your 30 minutes of exercise in every day. Uh, and if you want to, yeah, make sure you're looking after your mind as well. It's something you need to actively be working on and not let things, uh, yeah, build up and, and really, you know, pollute your mind. And is there something, I suppose, that coming from Longy and when the mates that you grew up with, is there a tendency where that you're saying that these blokes are just locking it up or are you saying things change? Yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting because the you know because obviously yeah, I went from stock camps uh, into construction. Uh, it's both very male dominated. Uh, it's very um, alpha male type as well. So it's like everyone sort of pitted against each other to be the best that they possibly can. And, and signs of weakness are, are things that you know people are not trying to push out. Um, so yeah, it, I mean, it, the hardest part is is trying to change and shift the culture and the mindset around how people talk about this sort of shit you know what i mean like i've got it's interesting since i've uh you know i've gone down this journey and dan and i've gone down this journey like i've um noticed mates of mine that have fucking taken it by the balls and then mates of mine that just just like fuck mate that is nothing i want to be involved in and that's cool um but the, the thing that we all need to understand is that we yeah all do have it we we do need to actively be working on it um because that's when we do get ourselves into big trouble um yeah, a shit week turns into a shit month and it, and it just rolls on from there. So we're, we're trying to create that, you know, help-seeking behaviour. Um, you know, cockies uh, all across Australia, you know, if you've, if you've got a fire, if you've got a fucking dam bank that's busted out, if, you you know, if um, something's happened to you on your place, um, the first thing you do is ring your neighbour. Um, so we're just trying to enact that to... To the same thing you know if someone's having trouble with themselves um mentally fuck reach out and talk to someone because um that the crazy the crazy part about it is that the person you ring and talk about it to they've probably been through it themselves so um it's just being able to yeah open up and, and have that open and vulnerable chat to one another mate just 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 talk about it and so at the moment with um with the text back service you guys are running is it have you built it at the moment where it's focused on, say, the construction industry, or is it something that you guys no. are saying? 
No, it's open to everyone. The thing is, we're just um, we're just starting to roll it out now. Um, but no, it's open to to anyone and everyone. So that's that's the beauty of it. So if anyone, um, yeah, is listening to this and and, and wants to, um, yeah, get in contact with us, just uh, yeah, tax tax dot um, and uh, yeah. Um, jump on there and and, and Mark Allman's the, the CEO of the TX Foundation. He can hook you up, um, yeah, with Nat. Um, and even we've got people that come through for financial trouble. So we've got people that um, that we work with that uh, can help out with that. And um, yeah, all sorts of things. So it's uh, we can point you in the right direction for sure. Awesome. Um, I was listening to one of your the conversation you had with Dennis Rush from Texas. Oh, yeah, country. Rushy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no. no. I loved his approach to it, but he was talking about exactly what you're saying there with the finances and stock and environmental conditions and you kind of build up the these issues that and so easy to, to become over the top of. But when we start like talking about solutions like we would about anything else, um, I suppose we've seen in, in other industries, or do you have kind of examples where there's like the hairdresser, for instance, that is trained in mental health and they're the person who, while you're sitting there, it's non-invasive, you're just having a yarn and they can basically yeah. do a mental health check. Are you, are you guys seeing that in other areas or, or in ag as well? Well, I mean, the the thing that we're trying to do, because the shirts are trying to be, uh, 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 being that beacon, so it's sort of like people that are wearing these things are automatically connected. The, the amount of stories we get of people that have met mates through just both wearing a trademark shirt at an event or a race day or a fucking party or, or whatever that is, um, or just out in the street, um, is profound. So that's, you know, we're not, people aren't, like we're not mental health professionals um, and people don't need to be mental health professionals to have conversations about mental health. Um, probably the biggest part of it is just opening up and getting it off your chest. Um, and from there, it's sort of like a, yeah, a rolling motion. You sort of, it starts heading down the hill and you can start, yeah, hitting everyone else on down the way. So it's, if, if people can reach out and, and talk for that first instance and, and talk to a mate, well then, yeah, we can bring through the TX foundation behind that and people can then access a, a mental health professional um, to actually give them real guidance and, and structure around how to be better. And is it, um, is it something that you guys, is it a collaborative field to work in, for instance? Like are there other charities who are kind of piggybacking off each yeah. other? To That's it. Yeah, mate. The, when we first came into this, that was the biggest thing we noticed that fuck, no one wanted to work with one another. <laughs> we're like, we're all in this together. Um, yeah. So basically our whole um, social impact side for the trademark business is all of our podcasts, trademark tribune articles, social media, all that's based around mental health messaging. And that's for anyone and everyone to just fucking pump out to the world. Um, that's designed uh, for us to be able to just on a ground level, be able to produce content that people can easily access, understand and take stuff away from. Um, it's just other people's stories. And that's what we want to be able to do. Um, with other charitable organisations, I mean, we've tried to do stuff with Lifeline. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, that just didn't get off the ground. It was just sort of, they're just such a massive behemoth that they, yeah, they're not very easily, um, yeah, adjusted in their in their way and um, stuff like that. So, yeah, I mean, we're, we've just gone with it, um, with the idea of just being able to provide that service for free um, and, yeah, change the culture day to day just through some funky work shirts, mate, just make it a lot simpler and easier to understand and, and basically just on the just on the level you know what i mean it's it's not mental health doesn't need to be big and scary like we've all got it let's just start talking about it just trying to keep it as, as layman's terms as possible basically 
Yeah, it, it is a funny one, isn't it? It's just like since, I suppose since it began, since we started talking, I'd say nearly became mainstream as such. It's um, people say mental health and you go straight away to depression, anxiety, whatever anxiety. it may be at the, the negative end. And how have you guys, I suppose, yeah, on that, that front, when it comes to, have you ever copped any flack for speaking about mental health? Copped flack about it? No, I haven't copped flack about it. Um, there's obviously people that it doesn't resonate with, and that's completely fine. Um, yeah. It's like, yeah, it's 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 not it's it's not designed for for everyone. And to live in like you know an idea of where the whole world is sort of some you know great utopia and everyone's sort of looking after themselves and no one hates anyone and fucking everyone gets out of bed at the same time and goes to work and smiles. I mean, it's never going to happen. Um, yeah. But the idea that we can um, create uh, a social change for people to be able to put their hand up and access help when they fucking need to. Um, that's, that's all we want. That's all we want. Yeah. Just, just for people to, to understand that there's someone out there to support them. Sure. And do you reckon um, like stock agents or, or agronomists or those kind of guys who are seeing lots of farmers every week, like is there, is there merit in training them up to be like a, a mental health buddy, like a checker nearly? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, there is, but I, I still sort of taking it back again to sort of keeping on grassroots level is is those guys like if there's stockies and, and agronomists and stuff out there that are going out and, and seeing cockies that are in trouble um, and then are struggling, but they're not they're not opening up um, to those people. Then they should just be talking to them sort of openly and honestly about shit that's going on with themselves. Um, you know, when yeah, when there's big droughts and stuff on, fuck stock agents, mate. They are under the pump. You know, their their phone never stops ringing. I mean, their mental health, um, yeah, gets under some serious strain. So I mean, for them to be able to open up to to those cockies and explain to like what they're going through um, and how they're you know managing themselves or who they're talking to, you know, they might be seeing a psychologist. Well, then they need to be able to open up and tell them that um, we're at a uh, a talk uh, at a big bloody engineering firm here in uh in brizzy about six months ago and, and one of the guys there he was a team leader he was like you know what what can um we as team leaders do to 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 check in on our staff and basically i, I just said mate you need to be able to talk openly and honestly to them about shit that you've gone through or going through um because you know shit flows downhill um and and that's as soon as you can show a bit of vulnerability most of the people around you will as well um it's just that facade that we wear around all the time it just i think people are people are starting to see through it um all you've got to do is just tell us what's behind there and there's we can, can point you in the right direction yeah i suppose um at the moment go there not yet knock off done <laughs> yeah knock off done yeah yeah <laughs> um i suppose at the moment are you guys saying well what's your obviously been locked up What's your approach at the moment to how, how you guys are helping get that message out or, or having conversations as well? Yeah, so I suppose we've just been cranking up our, um, our, our podcasts, getting more podcasts out there, um, more Trademark Tribune articles. Um, the thing was when COVID all sort of came through, we did start pumping out, you know, COVID-related stuff, but I've had a gut full of it. Dan's had a gut full of it. I mean, you know, there's no point sort of dwelling on, you know, the change in circumstances, sort of managing ways to, to operate in the new, you know, new guidelines, I suppose, and what we can do, you know, to be productive and, and make changes now to sort of improve ourselves. Like I know for me, for instance, um, yeah, when it all started, fuck, you know, our sales 
sort of fell off a cliff for about a week and a half, you know, and my stress, I was just freaking out. I was like, holy fuck, we've got all these staff, we've got a new warehouse. Like, yeah, I was, I was shocking. The only reason was because I just built it up within myself um, and I just wasn't processing it. Um, whereas, yeah, I just needed to trust what we'd created and everything was going to be all right and just sort of, yeah, these things do happen and not every day is the same. Um, and sort of since that realisation, talking that out with Dan, um, I've, yeah, used this period to, yeah, really invest in my physical health. Like I've, um, I've engaged a nutritionist. So like I'm, I've been going and seeing him, a mate from school, and got like a, a meal plan, which I've never been on before. And, um, yeah, all that sort of shit, just investing in, in my, um, yeah, nutritional health, my physical health has been great. And then I, um, yeah, I just meditate after every workout six days a week. So that's sort of my, my mental health break. So, yeah, it's, it's been really good. It's hard. I reckon that's one of the things that I've, struggle with and chatting with people in my work team as well. You, we're probably a couple of things. One is that you're not getting away from, from work now. So you literally yep. walk outside your bedroom door and there's your office. And so, yeah, I've done 1,200 steps for the day and I've been up since like 6.30. So it's like sit at your desk all day. It's such an unhealthy way. Yeah, well, I think, um, I mean, one of the biggest things that I uh, implemented for, for this year, it was sort of my oh, New Year's resolution type thing was just to have a really set structure around what my routine was. Um, so it's just, yeah, I just do 5.30, get up. Um, and obviously I was going to the gym, but now um, I just go outside and uh, yeah, I've got the, the Hemsworth fitness app. So I just do that for, it goes for like 30 minutes and yeah. uh, I smash that out. And then that's sort of my, yeah, wake up, get the day started. My wife normally gets out of bed about six. She'll take the dog for a walk or go for a run. And then, yeah come in, shower, make breakfast, um, spend some time together then, and then off to work. So I've just sort of substituted the gym for the, for exercise somewhere else. Um, trying to, yeah, enable myself to, yeah, not be stuck in that just fuck in one, in, in one house into the office and back and forth. Um, yeah. Trying to break that up with, with some exercise and stuff in between. Moving back to just then you were chatting about people having, real conversations when it comes to, to mental health and stuff. I suppose, what's the, the balance between pushing, like, obviously, positivity, like we're talking about the COVID stuff where it's just constant negativity, negativity. So you need to bring, um, yeah, positive conversations to reinforce people. But then on the flip side of that, if you're just constantly being positive, you're nearly putting up that facade. So how do you balance real conversations versus being Mr. Positive? Yeah, I, and I mean, I you fucking see it all the time. Like your Gary Vaynerchuks and your, um, you know, Kerr and Ray's. You just see, well, I don't know. I personally just see through it. I'm just like, mate, you are not on all the time. This is bullshit. Like no one is like that. Um, so I think that's just having that ability to um, to open up when it is shit. Uh, and, but also talk about the good times. Um, Dan made a, uh, an interesting video this week. Uh, he was on the phone to a mate and his mate had rung up and he said, um, oh, you know, it's trademark stuff. He's like, you know, fuck, how's your mental health? Like, have you, fuck, is your mental health suffering or anything? And Dan was like, nah, mate, fuck, you know, it's everything sweet, blah, blah, blah. And Dan got off the phone and he was like, actually, I've been shit the last two weeks. Like, I've been stressed out. I fucking had all this other shit going on. And he just came to work because he's like, I could have explained that to him, you know, and he made this big post about it and put it out on um, Instagram and it was great because it was sort of, yeah, we just do that. We just, just wipe that shit under the, under the rug and, and, and we're away. Um, but yeah, it's probably that ability to sort of step back. And when someone asks you how you are going or, or, or how it has been going, just sort of step back and fucking actually think about it rather than just, yeah, mate, all good. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. 
I think just being real, just being genuine is the, is the real part. I mean, that's, um, yeah, probably the main thing for us is fucking being genuine. And was that a hard thing though? Like at the beginning when you guys are jumping behind the camera or whatever, like how did you, was it just <laughs> one day that you oh. just bit your bottom lip and just thought, well, we're going for it one take and, yeah, well, I mean, it's it still doesn't seem natural. Um, yeah, it's just I, I don't know. It's just Dan always says it. Sort of the, the there's a big thing about putting yourself out there. You know what I mean? You just you, if you put yourself out there and you you, you say you're doing something, you fucking just get on and do it. Um, that's what we've just sort of had to do, um, and we've loved it. It's been great. And I mean, the amount that we've learnt, um, you know, not just about one another, but just ourselves, you know, um, it's, it's been a fucking crazy journey. It's been awesome. Um, it's got a long way to go, but, uh, yeah, being able to, to hear the stories and the stories of impact from people has just been, um, yeah, awesome. Just because of a funky work shirt, never, never thought it would, uh, would work, but it is. So we'll, we've got to keep the fire burning. Yeah, absolutely. And so I suppose what is next for you guys? You've, you've launched, was it TIAC? TX, yeah, T-I-A-C-S. Um, yeah, so TX Foundation. So it's up and uh, and going now, sort of in its first stages, thankfully. So that's great. It's been a long process. Fucking hell. Getting a non-for-profit organisation off the ground is not as easy as it sounds. Um, How's the so, reporting go for it? <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> that's that's for the advisory board, thankfully. Fuck. I don't have to yeah. worry about that. So, um, yeah, so Dan and I don't have anything to do with the day-to-day operations of it um, just because we've just got our... I can rings hanging out with trademark. Um, so yeah, Mark, Mark and Nat are the two down there operating that at the moment. So that's great. Um, but yeah, we are looking for a lead psychologist as well, um, to come into the business. So, um, that, yeah, if anyone's listening that knows anyone, um, hit us up and, uh, the next, uh, the next thing for trademark, uh, is just sort of, yeah, sort of that next stage of, of growth, I suppose, and coming out the other side of COVID and, and being able to expand our product offering. And um, there's so many people who want so many different things. So it's just sort of being able to supply those to our, to our existing customer base and, and continue to create, yeah, more unique conversations with just more products and, and uh, yeah, just bring a few more smiles and uh, a bit more colour to the workday. Yeah, absolutely. I'll have to, uh, I'll try and get one. In yeah, yeah, you reckon? 100%. <laughs> Mate, I, I mean, people, people, um, yeah, get onto us from from big corps, and uh, they're like, oh, you know, um, uh, I don't, I don't know whether or not we'll be able to um, to wear them at work. I was like, look, buy one, wear it to work, and see what everyone reckons. And they fuck it, always message back. They're like, everyone froths these things. Everyone wants to talk to me. It's great. So um, yeah, it's just just takes one shirt. That's all it takes, and it's um, yeah, sort of instant. It's fantastic. Have you guys ever thought of a like a corporate attire, maybe like a suit jacket or something? Yeah, we've uh, we've got bow ties and, and and ties and pocket squares and stuff at the moment. Um, so yeah. that's been good. And um, we've got what's the other thing we've got coming? Oh, I've got some socks which we're working on. So that'll be yeah, that'll fit in there pretty well. Oh, that's good. Well, I suppose um, is there anything that you guys want to that you want to talk about in particular with? I suppose rural communities, mental health. Um, yeah, no, well, I suppose that the biggest thing for, for rural people uh, listening is that, uh, yeah, don't don't feel isolated, obviously. Um, yeah, we're, we're so well connected now through uh, internet and, and phones to, to, to reach out to a mate uh, and have that chat. There's Rural Minds. I know they do some great stuff. Um, there's also... Um, the there's the lifeline number obviously um there's also northwest primary healthcare and stuff in in queensland i know that 
Um, and they've got, uh, you know, um, psychologists and, and counsellors as well. So um, there is lots of access to mental health professionals uh, in rural towns. It's just, again, yeah, getting in the car and going in there and having a chat. Um, but obviously, yeah, with the TX Foundation, we want you to be able to, you can just stay at home and, and access it. So, yeah, if there is anyone listening and wants access to someone, please um, please hit us up. We're, we're more than happy to point you in the right direction. Absolutely. All right. Well, I reckon that's probably not a bad note to finish up. And if anyone's a psychologist out there, uh, yeah, get in touch yeah look, with you guys. looking for a job, let us know. Yeah, we're, yeah. Uh, we're, we're hiring. So, yeah, hit us up. Well, that's it for another week. I'm absolutely loving bringing these conversations to you. As we continue going forward, please keep reaching out with any questions or queries you have. Once again, if today's episode raised any concerns for you, you can reach out to tx.org and get access to the Textback service or Lifeline on 13 11 14. Thanks for joining us. See you next week.